Welcome to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast where we discuss and review the classic and not-so-classic games of the 8- and 16-bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is Brawl Brothers. Brawl Brothers for the Super Nintendo was developed and published by Jaleco in Japan in December of 1992. Now, I'm familiar with Coleco, the Connecticut leather company. Is this the Japan leather company? No, this is the Japanese leisure company. Oh, oh, that's cool, though. Leisure, sweet. Okay. Yes, and then uh, in North America, it was released in March of 1993, and in PAL territories also in 93. And yes, Jaleco was the Japanese leisure company. They were founded in 1974. And they started making machines for arcades and amusement parks, like uh, claw machines. Okay, okay. And they didn't move into arcade machines until 1982. Mm. Uh, and that's when they switched their name to Jaleco. I see, I see. Well, hey, that's some good leisure, though. Mm-hmm. And then in 1983, they released uh, City Connection, which was their first big hit. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's the car game. Yeah, I'm familiar. Well, it's like a car platform yeah it, <laughs> it's a very odd game it is uh it's it's kind of neat and it's an interesting idea that i'm very bad at so i've put in a, enough time to be able to pass the first level okay and that's about it more than me i've never been <laughs> uh, and then they ported a lot of games to the nes eventually mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they were responsible for the port of maniac mansion all right yeah and they also ported r-type 3 oh cool yeah yeah it's a name it's a familiar name they're they were never like a Capcom, but to their credit, they were never uh, an Acclaim or LJN as mm-hmm. well. Exactly. Know? Now, Brawl Brothers is actually the second game in a series. Right, yeah, yeah. In Japan, it is the Rushing Beat series. Yeah. And this one is actually known as Rushing Beat Chaos, City of Chaos. <laughs> all right. Now, in America, all the games were actually released uh, separately under different names. And in America, the first one was Rival Turf. Yeah, yeah, which I recognize that one. Title-wise. Now, another interesting point is that I think this is the only Super Nintendo game that actually also has the Japanese version hidden in its code. Yeah, that's really awesome. Like, if you input the right code at the beginning, you can play the Japanese ROM of this game. So, aside from languages, is there any real differences? Yes. Because I didn't adventure uh, into it. It's a little easier in the Japanese version. Oh, okay. And there's a, apparently, like, a more intense groin kick from certain characters <laughs> All right. that was taken out. What? Oh, now I want to play it, man. I know. I mean, America loves groin kicks, hey. especially uh, at this time frame. This was like the key America's Funniest Home yeah. videos. Yeah. That's how you win, man. So I don't know why it wasn't left in there. Mm. It's a real missed opportunity. And then uh, this game was followed by Peacekeepers in uh, 1993. That was the final in this not actual in America series. Right, right. Well, Nick, what kind of game is Brawl Brothers? It's almost all there in the title. Yeah, well, it's a side-scrolling beat-em-up, a brawler, you might say. Yes, it is. And it really is a brawler. I mean, it's uh, it's all it is. Yeah, it does yeah. try a couple of new things in the level design yeah, part of the world. Uh, but as a brawler, it has many of the same tropes as every other brawler we've talked about. Sure, yeah. You've got the same view where you get a little background and a I don't, you know, you three can quarters. see the floor, three-quarters floor. Now, you do have a jump. Yeah, yeah. And the jump is different with the different characters. That's right, because you have five characters to choose from. Mm -hmm. And 
you're really not jumping a whole lot uh, to for movement. Right. It's just an attack thing. Correct. And really, this game is about the attacks. But what's interesting is even though you have a four-button controller, you really only have one attack button. Yeah, yeah. It seems like a waste almost, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, you do have a super attack. Yeah. Like uh, your everyone, super move. It takes a little bit of your life away. So I almost never used it. Same here, yeah. Um, and then, of course, there are items throughout the levels uh, in the forms of health power-ups and weapons. Yeah. Now, in this game, you have health. It is a health bar. Mm-hmm. And different enemies do a different uh, amounts of damage when they attack you in their various ways. That's true. And you... Uh can see their health bar as well after each hit one of my personal favorite things about brawlers uh is you also get to see their name oh yeah yeah uh now the items you find do uh now the health items you find in the game there are two categories of them yeah yeah ones that will refill your entire health yeah yeah and those are what the med kit yeah the med kit and the chicken leg and the chicken leg and what's interesting is you have to hit your attack button while you're standing over them to pick them up yeah but then you have to hit it again to consume it which I guess this gives you some options. I don't know, because you can hold on to it. You can still throw people and then use it. or Yeah. But I don't know why you wouldn't. I would just rather walk over it and consume it instantly, personally. Well, yeah, because you could also be fighting people. And in a, certain levels, like where there's water rushing behind you. Right, right. It can take the item past you, and you'll never get to use it if you're in the middle of comboing someone. Yeah, well, you know, you want to eat that chicken leg that's floating by in the sewer water as soon as you can. I do. It's delicious. And then there are smaller health power-ups that give you back, is it half, well, a third? It, there's actually, there's the juice can and the cheese give you half. Oh, okay. And then the chocolate bar and the pancakes give you a quarter of your life. I never really noticed. I Yeah, I mean, I knew the two were the full bar. Right, that's the ones I really paid attention to. And then these items will be found just sitting there mm-hmm. in the level or washing downstream. Sure, yeah. Or very rarely they will pop out of an enemy. Oh, yeah, yeah. And those are usually the candy bars, I think. Yeah, I think you're right, yeah. That's the only one I can recall. Then, in addition to health power-ups, there are also weapons to find. Yeah, a pretty decent selection. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the way the weapons work in this game. I very rarely use them. Uh, There are weapons that will be found on the ground, and then enemies will also drop weapons. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And there are two types of weapons, for the most part. Right, right. There are ones you can throw, Uh and you can either do two types of throws... Yeah, where it's like if you throw with your attack button, mm-hmm. then... It's way stronger. Yeah, yeah. But it, does it disappear? It's gone. Yeah, it's gone after you use it. But if you use your shoulder buttons, yeah, you will throw it lighter, and then it'll hit the ground, and you can re-throw it three times. I guess, to- yeah. You can throw it three times total. Right, right. Now, there are other weapons, and that's like a rock. You get a rock, a little knife. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, a dumbbell you can throw. Oh, yeah, I like that dumbbell. <laughs> now, when you do throw them, the animation is horrible. Right. It's the worst animation in the game. It <laughs> it doesn't rotate, and it looks so goofy yeah. that I actually do love it. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Uh, but there are other class of weapons are your standard lead pipes, baseball bats. Sledgehammer. Yeah, your bat has barbed wire on it. It does. And those are ones you just swing at people. You get so many hits before it disappears. Or it can be dropped three times. Yeah. Or you can throw it. Yeah, with your shoulders. With the shoulder buttons. But I always found them to be way too slow to be useful. I agree. I Anytime I tried to use the weapons, I was almost always got knocked out of my hands. Or mm-hmm. I, I I didn't know. Maybe if you really mastered the, the hitbox, the range seemed weird. For me, it was always just about picking it up and throwing it at someone. The same here. Yep, everything. Where I was like, all right, I got this. And the first guy that comes out is going to get popped in the face. with th- going to javelin this lead pipe at him. 
And then there was one other item, or there's one other weapon, the shotgun or gun. Yeah, yeah. And that one is, well, it works like a gun. Yeah, yeah. You shoot a bullet out. You don't actually have ammo, so... It's unlimited ammo. I don't know how long it lasts, but it lasts way longer than you would expect. And so does this only come from enemies, or... I think so. The Because I was really trying. I never was able to get this. I wanted it so bad. You never got a, a gun? No. Oh. I didn't see the guys dropping it or anything? I... I don't know. Uh, well, I, I did. And uh, <laughs> when I did get it, I tried to make sure I held on to it as long as possible because it's great. Right, you right. You shoot guys from a distance. It's not very strong is the problem. I'll take it, though. Uh, and then one thing we didn't mention is that this game is two players, if you wish. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And when you uh, before you even start the game, you have many options to go through. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can change the amount of lives. Yep. The amount of continues, mm-hmm. which I would recommend doing both. Yeah, they start at three. You can go all the way up to five, and I did. Yes. Uh, and then you can also choose friendly fire on or off, mm-hmm. you know, so you don't hurt your teammate with punches. But even when it's off, it's still you still hit them with items. Okay. Or bullets. Mm. So okay. that's, that's always there. you got to be careful with that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Which is why I brought this whole thing up now. <laughs> uh, but then there's also one more thing in that select menu. That is angry mode. Yeah. Did I, you select angry mode? I didn't use it. I did watch some of it. You should have. Um, I, I wasn't sure if I was like, it just it just makes it easier, essentially, right? Where yes. you When you take a certain amount of damage or get beat up, and then you start flashing and you... Are invincible. And you like are stronger and do some crazy moves and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you can like... Certain throws are insane. Like they throw people off the screen. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. Like when I was, I was going back to check some stuff out and I was really... I was like, man, I, I should have played with this. But I, I thought I would be like cheating or something. I don't know. I'm dumb. Even yeah. though... It's in there. I would say turn that on as well. Yeah, yeah. It didn't make the game overly easy. Spoiler alert. Well, like, it starts you as default. Like, you do have a difficulty select as well, and it defaults to hard. Mm -hmm. So I took it down to normal when I was playing. Oh, I I did that too. Okay. (laughs) So don't worry. And like we said, you know, you do have lives in this game. I didn't see any way of getting more lives. Me either, yeah. Uh, And then when you die, one thing that's interesting is you do choose where you're going to respawn. Yeah, you get a little indicator, and you can move it around the screen, uh-huh. and the bad guys will kind of follow it. And then and you land. You. It doesn't yeah. do anything special, though. Yeah, and what do you, if you press start, it drops you. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just like a time thing. Correct. I didn't realize that for a while. So, mm-hmm. you know, when you're playing one player, it's like I died, and then it's just I'm like cruising around the screen for 30 seconds. Like, all right. Yeah. This is fun. But really, the meat and potatoes of this game uh, is the different characters you play as and the different moves they have. Right. And uh, I guess we'll, we'll start talking about them right now. Let's do it. The first character on your list is Hack. Yes, Hack. The brawler. Yeah. And, uh, well, he's like your standard hero man. Yeah, I think he's the guy who's supposedly depicted on the box art or whatever. You know, because he's got the jacket, like a, a oh, leather yeah. jacket, yeah. right? He's not nearly as built as the guy on there. <laughs> no, no. He's, he's your more average character, I believe. Yeah, he looks cool. He's got his bomber jacket, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I guess he's like, you know, your middle-of-the-road guy. Yeah. My son played as him the most. Okay. He, he was my secondary character, my okay. generally. So let's talk about that real quick. Because when you play two-player, mm-hmm. you choose a character, and mm-hmm. that's it. When you continue, you get to choose a different character. Right. But when it's different when you play one player. That's right, because at the beginning, you pick two characters, and then, you know, your main character, and then once you use a continue, you can switch between that character and uh, whichever other one you picked. Or, well, and the other three are all kidnapped and you have to unlock them by playing through the game yeah 
which seems to be in a random order. You know, there's just one of your three friends, like a boss that you have to fight them. And then they're like, oh, you know, they join your team. And so it's it's kind of strange because you don't know which one you're going to get first. So it's like if you really want to pick your, your favorite two, because you might not get them till the very end of the game. Right. And Hack's uh, main attack is just like a little jab. And then if you do three in a row, it's like a jab and then a, another jab and then an uppercut. Mm-hmm. Pretty decent, I guess. He does like a vertical jump kick. If you just hit the jump button and attack, if you push a direction, it's like a, you know, like a, a flying, flying kick. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, one thing we also forgot to mention, or two things, or three things, actually, as we get into what the moves well, are. Let's mention them now. Uh, are that you have a grab. That's right. It's you know, Every character has a grab. Mm-hmm. Um, you just kind of waltz up to them. and You push the direction of the enemy, and you yeah. grab them. And then you have a different move depending on what you do right. from that point. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go forward with him, it's a shoulder throw. Right. And if you get them from behind, you do a German suplex. Pretty, yeah. And generally the behind ones, the backdrops and stuff are stronger. You know, these are all throws are pretty decently strong to begin with. And then you have another button that does something. The pose. And that's your pose. Yeah. You just have like a taunt, I guess. It doesn't do anything, right? I swear at some points, if you used it, it would give you health back. Oh, really? But I don't know how or when. Okay, okay. I, I didn't figure anything out. I would do it a few times just to goof around, but, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and then your super attack, your A button, is like a, it's like a super punch that's like a thousand hand punch from E-Honda. Yeah, um, I didn't really use this, you know, at all, <laughs> Right. to be honest. But then when I was kind of re-watching a, a playthrough, I saw somebody, when they were playing, they were using this a lot on the final boss, and it was really tearing them up to where it was I watched that it. very same playthrough. Uh, okay, yeah, so you know what I'm talking about. Like, I, I guess there's something to these, but I, I stayed away from them. Yeah, uh, because health is precious, and I'm not wasting it on attacks. Agreed, yeah, yeah. Especially if I can't put another quarter in, or another <laughs> fake quarter, too. Yeah, Ooh. I've only got five. Our next character is Slash, the professional wrestler that doesn't look like he should be named Slash. No, he's a, a big weird. He kind of has an M. Bison outfit vibe going on. Very much so. With the red. And he is a huge sprite of a man. Yeah, this was the first character I started playing with initially. and Well, he's really good in a way because he's so strong. Yeah. His normal attack is more of a jab. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then uh, if you do three in a row, you actually do like a little kick at the end. Yeah, which is pretty decent, like... Yeah, it gets you moving a little bit. Yeah, it's much. Well, also, I don't know if we talked about this for hack, but you know, everybody you can dash by double tapping left or right, mm-hmm. and so everyone has an attack. His is a pretty cool, like big boot. I found pretty useful. Right. Uh, the biggest problem with that dash is that sometimes you'll dash, do your attack, and then be on the other side of the screen where you can be hit by any off-screen characters. And you know, that's another thing. I think it's on the options menu as well. Where you, there's two types of dash settings where you can have it set to where. If you don't hold it down, you'll stop dashing, oh. or you can just have it set to where you just double tap and you'll just dash until you hit something or attack. Right. So, I mean, I guess that's a cool option to have. I never really thought about it before, though. Mm-hmm. Now, his jumping attack is really cool. The one that you jump forward with is uh, like a hilarious Superman punch kind of thing. Right, right. Whatever that aerial flat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then and then he also has that big boot, like you said. And then... Uh, if you grab them and hit Y, you do a shin kick in America. Oh. Uh-huh. And in Japan, that's when the groin kick came oh, out. Oh, man. I got to see it. Uh, now, if you grab them and press towards them in Y, you do a power bomb. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And away from them is a DDT. 
And these are really strong attacks, you know. Super strong. In fact, the strongest. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, a lot of times when you're throwing guys with any character, you know, if that if that sprite of them can hit other enemies. Mm-hmm. So it, it can be pretty useful. In fact, I was trying to throw the most. Yeah, same here. It was the only way I could I could make it anywhere. But, but we'll get there. And then uh, if you grab them from behind, you can do a, a leg sweep on them. Oh, cool. I rarely grab people from behind because they're always coming at you. Yeah, I, I rarely had the opportunity to. So Exactly. Yeah, sometimes I would find myself like, oh, I don't know how I did that, but I'll take advantage. And then his special attack is a uh, forearm fireball. Right, right. Our next fighter is Lord J. <laughs> yeah, Lord J. Yeah, he's, he's like a martial artist. Yeah, he's a pretty big guy, not as big as Slash. I mean, and, and you know, I we didn't really specifically say, but Slash was the, is the slowest character. Correct. Because Lord J, he's a little faster. He's a little lower down on that slider. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, you know, his normal attack's a palm strike. And he does like a couple of those into a roundhouse kick as his combo. Right, right. And he's uh, he's got some crazy throws too, right? Like, Oh, yeah. Well, he's I got a jumping roundhouse kick for his jump oh. and a flying one for his jump attacks. Uh, his dash attack is a cool clothesline move. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. And then his grabs are, um, he can do a shin kick if you grab and don't and you don't hit any directions. But direction-wise, he does a, thro- a shoulder throw or a barrel roll throw. Where yeah. He like launches them. Right, right. And which, it's great. Which is cool. Like it's yeah, that's a good throw. And then if you grab them from behind, you do like a cool judo takedown. Oh right, yeah. So big thumbs up from my judo family. Yeah, I, I was wondering. I was like, I wonder if Holden will, or. <laughs> oh yeah, he was super pumped. Oh yeah. It was almost enough to make him uh, play that character, but he didn't like how slow he was. Yeah, that's. I I, I kind of went. Drew the same conclusion myself. And then his uh, special attack is that he can make electricity happen on the ground. Okay. I didn't see it. I saw it once, and I was well, like, oh, that was it. I would, you know, when I would start to be in the thick of it, you know what I mean? Where I'm like, hey, I could really use those. Anytime I would try, I was getting hit, so I couldn't, like, right. activate them. So it just didn't wasn't what I needed. Well, next up we have Kazan. Yeah, the ninja. Green he, ninja. He has a green ninja. And, uh, well... He's got some interesting moves. He does, uh, you know, just like a like a backhand hit. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of his combo, he whips a sword out. Yeah, he has a sword. You'd so. think he'd be using that sword you know, more often. I, I would, but... Now, he also uses it when he does his jump kicks or jump attacks. Uh-huh. Uh, when he dashes, he does like a slide kick, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah. It hits guys on the ground, which is nice. Super awesome. And that's another thing I don't think... As we keep forgetting to mention moves, uh, one of the other ones is that... You can also hit people when they're on the ground and they've been knocked down. Yeah. It's very hard to pull off, though, because you have to be standing in the exact center of them. Yeah. And then you can't be pressing any direction the plane. when you hit your attack button. Right, right. But when you do, it just looks like a normal attack, right? And then they're, like, up and then getting hit, right? It depends on the fighter. Okay. Gotcha. And then he also has some really good throws as well. Mm. He has another flipping throw and a collar throw, depending on whether you're pressing away or... or uh, yeah, where you forward. like flip over them and throw them by their head, like classic double dragon style. And then another interesting aspect is this guy has a double jump. That's right. You know, in the manual it says it's a triple jump, actually, but I don't remember that being true. Well, to be honest with you, I did not use this guy. I was going to, and then I had beaten the game before I continued enough to switch to. You know right. what I mean? Where he was the last guy I rescued, so I kept meaning to go back, and then I totally forgot. Well, the thing is, is that it's almost never useful. Yeah. Because there's only about three places in this game where you really need to jump. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was, I was like, I'm not really, like, I guess if you just wanted to evade guys or trick them somehow, but I don't know. I don't know. 
Yeah. Grasping at straws here. <laughs> and then his uh, superpower is like a ninja sword slash where he like disappears and slashes someone when he reappears. Cool, cool. Uh, next up, we have the only woman on the roster. Oh, yeah. Apparently, she's also a wrestler. Yeah. I guess this cast is made up of wrestlers and martial artists. That makes sense, man. They're all powerful combatants. And this is actually the character I used the most. Same here, man. Because she was so fast. Yeah, yeah. And it really lets you get between like guys forward and backwards. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, not only does she have the speed, you know, but I felt like she had the best throws because she does like the pile driver mm-hmm. and stuff. And it's like when you do that, it's like you grab someone. So they're not attacking you. Like if you're getting double teamed from either side, it's like you've, yeah. grabbed the, you've grabbed the enemy on the right and then you do the pile driver, which, you know, kind of moves you backwards and will hit the person on the other side. Always. Yeah. I loved so it. I, that was like all I did where I was like, I can, this is the only way I can, I can defend myself from both sides easily. Yeah. Now her main attack is a slap and then a slap punch kick mm-hmm. combo. Pretty quick, pretty decent. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she has a standalone jumping kick. And then when you do a jump forward or backwards is like a spitting jump kick right not a huge amount of range on it but no. it, it does the job right right now um you've got the pile driver but then if you grab and push them away you do like another throw right that's more like a straight into the ground throw yeah um and she has a sweet dash where it's like a drop kick kind of thing mm-hmm. and then she also if you do manage to grab someone from behind you do a belly to back suplex which yeah. looks awesome. Yep, I've I've seen that a few times. Like, and for for whatever reason, I found that with Wendy, I was able to hit people when they're down much easier. I agree. More often, you know what I mean. Like most of the time, mm-hmm. anyone else, it was <laughs> hit or miss. Yeah. And then her super move is like a somersault kick. Yeah, I yeah. Again, could be cool. I don't know. So that's it for all the characters, items, and everything else. So let's move along. Well, Nick, this game was on the Super Nintendo. But from the company Jaleco. Mm-hmm. So what's its manual situation? Are we talking full color, 30 pages? Yeah, well, 22 pages. It is color. 22, I think, is the average. Yeah, I mean, and that sounds like a lot more than it really is because I would say the four at the front and four at the back are like FCC, blah, 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 you know. You know, I actually I looked at this one, and there's a, hopefully you'll bring it up, there's a, a part in the beginning that I really enjoyed. Okay. Um, which was what, the Jaleco Club? Oh, I, I didn't notice it. What is it? Is it like a it's send like a in tip, mail-in? tip line slash like <laughs> mail in for junk? Yeah, you'll get a lot of that where you know what I mean. It's it's all back there. And I mean, I always ignored it as a kid, but maybe I could have got on some mailing lists and got some free swag. I know, but here, you know, unfortunately, no artwork in this so, at all. No. But you do get a few screenshots, so that's fine. Um, they spend a little more time on the story than it needs, but <laughs> uh, which what is the story of this game? Well, um, so. Hack and Slash, who had different names in originally in, in the Japanese version. Mm-hmm. You know, this is after the first game. So it's like they won that. And then they, I guess they started a gym. And at the beginning of it, it's the other three members that you didn't choose get kidnapped by by the evil gang of Dieter. Oh, I can't wait to get to Dieter. Dieter is an interesting fellow. And uh, so, and that's it, really. It's just he's taken over and you're going to get him back. He is well-funded. Um, it's most of it, you know, it goes through all the characters and their attacks and stuff, which is, you know, they go through it in detail, but it's just that same template for every character. Exactly, you know? yeah. There's not that much going on. They, they show you all the items, and you get some brief stage previews. and Well, that's nice. Yeah, and that's Brawl She Wrote. <laughs> I guess that brings us to our personal history with Brawl Brothers, Nick. Yeah. I had never heard of this game. I didn't until 
I do remember the box because yeah. I specifically remember seeing this box in Blockbuster mm-hmm. and being and saying to myself, like, wow, that looks dumb. I'm not going to play it. <laughs> the box art is awful. <laughs> it does not do justice to this game. Well, you know, and by 93, it was like they were really cranking out the beat-em-ups. And mm-hmm. I just, I was like, this is another one. This is another, you know, one of these just trash games. So, uh-huh. you know, I, I ignored it for better or worse. Which brings us to our more recent experience with this game. I chose it because it is included on the Switch Super Nintendo channel. Right, right. Uh, oddly. I don't know why it is, but it's, like, <laughs> it's right up there in the corner. Hey, who knows? And I played this game, I think, uh, about five times, four or five times Okay. Uh, with my son. Yeah, yeah. And the first time we played it, uh, we did use the save states that were built into the system. Okay. And uh, the first time we played it, we just spent... Uh, so long in the sewers and lost so <laughs> I many did the lives same thing, man. that I had to, uh, that we had to start over. Uh, the same thing happened to me. And then we, uh, I think we, you know, played it in good, a couple like 30, 20, 30 minute chunks. Right, right. Yeah, same here. I was normally able to beat, you know, there's only four levels in this game. So but they're long levels. They are long levels. So generally be like, I would, I would save state in between just in case because mm-hmm. I was like, I'm, you know, I'm not doing this again. Right. And that's kind of how we were. But yeah, I was able to beat it in four, five playthroughs, you know, all, you know, maybe a half hour or so mm-hmm. just to, you know, in case things went awry. So you did beat this game then? Oh, yes, I did. And uh, as did I, I beat it. Uh, I guess technically my son was there, but he had ran out of continues. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, I only played it one player. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, that especially made Wendy extra I say, useful. I would right? say that must, I don't even in some ways know how you did that. So <sighs> it was tough. Mm-hmm. It was tough. Well, Nick, this is the general chat portion of our show, and I'd just like to start by saying that I love the designs of the characters and the enemies in this game. Just not the loop that you're stuck playing them in as much. <laughs> they're they're pretty good. Like you have a decent amount of animation sprites mm-hmm. and i mean it's i just it, think i like the design style of everyone well it's cool because for the most part these guys aren't like just standard street thugs that you have that more mad maxi thing going on that yeah. a lot of uh a lot of different brawlers you know embraced it at different levels you know and then you also get like your robot people your mech suits yeah, yeah. you get a, a cool mix of things you don't see in a lot of brawlers right and right. it's also super bright and vivid yeah yeah yeah, the graphics are really colorful in a way that, you know, a lot of brawlers shied away from. And that extends from the characters all the way into the backgrounds. Mm-hmm. I really thought the backgrounds were, you know, one step better than they needed to be. I see, I see. There's a lot of detail. There's like, you know, you see different things in the background. You see different alleyways. You know, they could have just repeated a lot of the same stuff, which they do towards the end of the game. To an extent, yeah. But, um, you know, I really felt like, they spent enough time making you feel like you were going through a lot of different places. You know, it's interesting what you were saying about the bright graphics, because to me, it's like having played a lot of street fighting games in this era, they all have that kind of brightness to mm-hmm. them. So this feels more like that. Yeah. You know? And the characters have a more street fighter feel in their size, I felt like. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. You see a lot of wider characters than you did in a lot of the brawlers are, you know, generally everyone's so skinny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you've got some pretty decent music. Some of the tracks I really like, but most of them are just 
okay. Yeah. You know, um, you're hearing a lot of, well, yeah. <laughs> so that's really what you're focusing on. But the music is never uh, harsh. It never stands out in a negative way. Yeah. Yeah. I think that uh, the strength of this game is that you have five characters to choose from. Yes. And I wish you had you... more two attacks. Yeah. I wish you had a punch and a kick. I would be nice. Um, Instead of a jump kick and a punch. Or like the differences between them are relatively shallow in a way, mm-hmm. you know? So it's, yeah, you know, not bad, but it's something to add some replay value, you know? Because, well, I mean, honestly, it's like the levels look fine, but it's they're not really... Uh, they get kind of boring at points, like especially one and player where I was just like, All They right. try to mix things up. And that's they where, do. You know, we had some interesting ideas in there. I don't know if the people who made this game understand how elevators work. And <laughs> I guess we'll get to that in our level oh, by level. Yeah, there's some weird elevator stuff. But, um, you know, they, I, I see them trying. It's just I felt like if this was an arcade game, it would have been... The levels all would have been half the the length. Yeah, the, I mean, I feel like the the normal strategy for a brawling game was uh, like twice as many, more shorter levels, right? To give you different, you know what I mean. But here they kind of went the other way, which isn't inherently bad. It does just make the back end of a lot of these levels feel a little long and a little slow. And there's some, you know, like the sewer, like you mentioned, where <laughs> oh god, where it's just you know you got some, you know, it's a, it's a very simple maze really but if you don't know figured it out if you don't know that it's a maze which i didn't i did it until i checked the uh instruction book same here because i couldn't believe like it did not even dawn on me that a a beat-em-up game would even try that you know what i mean where i was like well surely i would get an arrow or a finger pointing if i could go in that door but you don't always so but i mean which is you know, I don't know. It's it's something. They're trying some new stuff here. Which... And I, I really respected that, but a lot of their ideas didn't fully uh, set. It wasn't baked as well as uh, it could have been. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. It's, I don't know. It's not, not necessarily bad, but it, it does border on filler at times, you know, where you're like, eh, you're just dragging it out, you know? Right. Well, let's get in and talk about these uh, various levels and, and how they are unique, but also a lot of filler. So this is the level-by-level level portion of our show, and there are six levels in this game, correct? There are four. I'm oh, sorry, I felt well, like six. <laughs> each of the levels of these four are kind of in these different chunks. You know what I mean? Yes. So, and, and you do have a map for your in-between ones that will kind of show these different locations. You yeah. Know? But And the map doesn't really tell you much. Not, not really. But, <laughs> but the game starts you out um, in the city. As almost all of these games do. Sure, yeah. And it's, it's a great-looking city. Yeah, and, you know, it, it, they vary it up enough where you kind of start in a more village-looking. You've got buildings and stuff, and then it moves to more of a bridge street area with the... And I think we're going to maybe mention the names of some of these enemies, but it's hard to really go deep about a lot of them because you'll get the same name and then a couple different colors of them. That's true, yeah. And I don't even really know what the big difference is. I know, like, sometimes they slide more or they, mm-hmm. I guess, maybe take more hits i yeah i guess i i mean you'll see the most basic enemy is the zero they're just the weakest little goons great well named and then you get the hecklers yeah hecklers and i think flins as well are guys with guns mm, yeah. right and then you know your standard brawler junk going on in that first area until you get to the bridge yeah where you'll get and you know here's another kind of neat idea where you start having this helicopter in the background mm-hmm. comes it's strafing by left and sounds right sounds like a really cool idea not as fun to, to play against. It's shooting at you. Because just... it sweeps and will shoot the ground. And you can jump over that, that sweep of bullets. Mm-hmm. But if you're fighting someone, you can't. Right. And then you just get hit. 
No, it's it, it can be tough, but you know, thankfully, so can they. Yeah, that is one nice thing is that enemies do hurt each other with their weapons, the guns, and things like that. Yeah, yeah, or like environmental hazards. So that uh, adds a little bit of realism there. Mm-hmm. On the bridge, you also get to fight the phantoms for the first time. Oh, yeah, and these aren't too bad, I found, because they're so, they're like yeah. really quick enemies, but they're not that like tough. They don't seem to have a lot of uh, endurance, so I, I was always able to take them out pretty quick. And then at the very end of the bridge, it explodes, and there's no boss there, you just fall down into the sewers. Yeah. And as we mentioned, this sewer area is a maze. Uh, and when I say it's a maze, it's your standard door maze. Yeah. There are passages halfway through, usually, and then one at the end. Yeah. And you can enter into either of those. And at the beginning of each, you know, there are there are four kind of, I guess, hallways, we'll say, mm-hmm. A through D. They're labeled at the beginning of the little screen. So when you go through, I just, I didn't know that there were doors halfway through because it doesn't really indicate, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But... Much like any other standard brawler, when you get to the end of a scene, it'll say go, and you get a little arrow, and you go there, and then it starts you in a in another one. Yeah. And now, I still, to this day, have no clue how you get to the end of this. Oh, well, you just have to, um, like, each of the two doors will take you, you start in, uh, you'll start in, like, hallway A, we'll uh-huh. say. And then I think the first door takes you to B, and the second one to C. Okay. And then... I think it's on C. You just have to take the first door will take you to D. Like if you keep the first taking, door of C. Yeah, I believe so. Okay. C or B. It's one of the two, but it's it's one that I would keep walking by because I cycled through the first those three over and over where I was like, these are really look exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. Here comes that chicken leg again. Like the food replenishes when you replay, so at least you got that going for yeah. you. But I was wasting so much life. And this is when I was playing still solo with Slash, the big mm-hmm. slow guy. So you can generally, like a lot of these weak enemies with him, it's like one throw will kill them or get them almost dead. Yeah. But then the guy behind you hits you. Yeah. And that's like the cycle where once I discovered Wendy, where I was like, wait, I can grab this guy. I'm invincible. And then I hit the guy behind me with him. Perfect. Yeah. And there's like you mentioned, there is a lot of food in these levels. Yeah. So you can potentially keep yourself going if yeah. you get lost. Which we always did. <laughs> uh, now, at the very end of D, there is a letter. That lets you go up. That's right. And then you'll get to your first boss. Yes. Which could be one of the, of any one of the three. So who did you fight first? Uh, or what did you, because the boss fights are, they have a little bit different movesets than yeah. when you play them. Um, I, I'm trying to think. I think first I fought the uh, um, hack. Okay. Because he's in the cage, right? And he's a normal guy. Yeah. And um, it's it's a little weird. They use some super moves more. Like I know when I later played again and I was fighting against the big guy Slash, he yeah. shoots like a fireball, a f- shoots a fireball at you, which right. is real weird. And I was like, I, I want more of that when, I, when I'm playing. I think you, yeah. But um, it's it's really these guys are a little a lot tougher to grab. I found so. Oh, yeah. I was doing a lot of uh, with Wendy the running attack, mm-hmm. her drop kick or jump kick, move up and smack him a couple times, but. Once they were knocked down, then I would move in to start the cycle of yes. hitting them. And if you can get a combo off of them right away and knock them down again, and you can keep doing damage. And as a two-player, that's what you want to do is one person goes to the knockdown while the other person is doing that jump on top of them. Yeah, yeah Kind yeah. of try to keep it going as much as you can. I found the bosses in this much easier than I, I expected. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. Like, I thought they would, you know, especially one player, I was like, all right, this is going to be really tough, but... It's more just long, kind of. It was hard mm-hmm. to do a lot of damage. Because they do have a big health bar. Yeah, bigger than they would if you're playing them. And then once you've beaten that first boss, you move on to the jungle. Yeah, you're in the jungle. Uh, jungle full of familiar faces. Mm-hmm. 
Lots of zeros, Flynn's and Hecklers, uh, Leadheads, the robot guys. I think we saw them in the first level. They were in the sewer. Yeah, they're a pretty cool looking, weird little. Yeah, especially because they have their super move is what they give you a wedgie. Oh, is that what's? I mean, I just saw them picking you up, so I assumed it was like a squeeze or something, but I didn't look close enough. I guess maybe I feel because like, it's like it's they're picking you up, but you're looking away from them. Right. Yeah. Maybe atomic an atomic like, robotic wedgie. That's what I was. At least that's what it is in my mind. <laughs> and I, I love the design of those mechs. They're really great. Yeah, because it's like it's kind of like a power loader, but it's more like you've got a little backpack. Or the guy has a little backpack on with his. You can see his hands are like controlling, it, and then there's just two big arms coming down from above your his head. Like, yeah, it's neat. And you can still grab and throw those uh, bigger characters as well. Yeah, baby, that's the way to go. Because they also have a lot more health now. All through the jungle, I, I mean, it's just a jungle. There's nothing, no new hazards or environmental things you got to deal with. Not real. It's a fine looking jungle. It is. Uh, and then at the end of it, you are... That's, you go inside, right? And there's like briefly a little like technological base, but mm-hmm. you get to a point where you're going up a that diagonal lift. Yes. Uphill, right? The standard lift where enemies come to you. And this is an area where I was using Wendy and I was fine, but um, this is kind of foreshadowing for some of my problems later where why I switched to hack because if you can throw guys off... That's what, well, since my son was playing him, yeah. that was the best because he can just toss guys right off the edge. Yeah, and that's that makes it so much easier. Yeah, it does. And then I don't know, I don't think you can, can you fall off here? Uh, but in general, if you do, you don't die. You just take some damage and reappear. But yeah. the enemies are gone. Which is very nice. Agreed. And then at some point up here, I think, is when you start seeing E-Nords. Oh, yeah. And they're a weird, uh, they do a little, almost like that jab, 100 hand slap. You know what I mean? They have that. So next up, you're at the air terminal. Okay, that's what, yeah, it looks like a hangar. It's mm-hmm. a weird, because you can see, like, helicopters in the background. Yeah. But then there's also, like, desks with computers and people cowering, you know? Like, yeah. It's, it's pretty neat. Another one of these great backgrounds. Mm. Uh, this might be the first place where the gun guys appear. Yeah, that's, yeah, no good. But, yeah, here basically is just a straight battle uh, to the right where you will fight your next boss. Oh, no, you're forgetting about a very important part. Oh? Uh, that helicopter that blocks your path. Oh, you <laughs> you just got to beat it up with your bare hands. Classic, you know, yeah. If you haven't practiced on cars or barrels, this is the place to go. Yeah, yeah. And then at the end, yes, is uh, your next boss fight. Yeah, which, um, depending on who you get, like, I, I remember fighting, if you fight Lord J, well, I guess we can talk about him. Mm-hmm. He has one of my favorite looking rooms where it's kind of got like a garden in the background, you know? Yeah, it's like a stereotypical Japanese kind of right, right. dojo. Sure, yeah, and so um, he, it's another game of keep away with him, especially because his throws are very strong. Mm-hmm. That was one where we basically were just running and jump kicking. Yeah, same here, but, you know, just a little patience, and you can get it done. And once you're done, you move on to the roofs. Yes, this is the start, yeah, stage three, the rooftops. Uh, this one's scrolling to the left. Yes. You'll see a little more, you know, difficulty ratchets up a little bit because you can fall off. You know, there's a little jumping here. Yeah, and that's the worst part of this area because because your jump isn't always good enough to get across the ledge. Sometimes you have to do a jump kick. Right. Or a dash jump to yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah. So being Windy or I guess Kazan. He would be the best. Yeah. But this this is a great place. This is where I started to see with, I was having problems with Windy because I would grab someone and accidentally do a... Pile driver off the building. Off, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, whoops. So. And then Hack can just be tossing guys right off the screen. He's the guy you want here. For and, sure. Uh, after you've made it through there, you're in an abandoned gym. Perhaps the very gym you, you uh, owned. Oh, yeah. Who knows? I know also. This is where you get to throw that barbell. 
yeah, the sweet barbell. Um, we'll see a new enemy in this level as well, Butch, who's the big Mad Max looking, yeah, super big guy. I think he's the final new enemy you, you come across. I think so, but but I mean, this is just uh, you walking to an elevator. Uh, and, and then the elevators begin. And I don't think they understand how elevators work, <laughs> or at least this building doesn't have a very um, efficient elevator system. Yeah, I guess because there are multiple elevator shafts that only seem to go to two floors. Yeah. Other than the one you start at. So you, but you can only go to one. You have to go to one first to get to the real one. Yeah. Yeah. And when you go to the first floor, it's just a room usually with one guy in it. One room with one guy that you destroy and then go back down. And And then then you have another chunk of level. Yeah. Which is where it's starting to get real tricky because of electrified floors, which actually work out to your advantage most of the time. For the most part, if you're careful. Again, Wendy is kind of weak here because. Well, but even you're like, uh, combo you can knock them yeah. back into it that's what you want to do you know if you were just spamming throws like i was you have to cut it out here mm-hmm. and another fun fact is that the giant guys um you were talking about butch and uh his color changing crew they cannot jump over those right, right but they will try to yeah yeah so you can just have them like commit suicide by jumping into the, the electricity electro death and there's no time so might as well it's true, yeah. And there are way more of these elevator levels than I wanted to deal with. Yeah, this was where I was like, okay, this is kind of a neat concept, but it's it's not really working out. You know what I mean? Not fully fleshed out to this point where it's like, well, if I'm just going through more rooms and floor, electro floors, right. like over and over. It was a cool idea. One carried on too long. And then you get to like the bottom floor, and I was like, all right, this is where the boss is. <laughs> but it's not. You have to go through like a whole other long hallway. Yeah, yeah. Then there's the double doors of the boss. Yeah, the boss. Which could be, I think this is the last one. This is where I found Kazan. Same. So, and he's the one with a kind of a neat boss battle. Yeah, because he does that disappearing trick. Yeah, he can like vanish. He can, but, and he also does this thing where the the room is a square and you'll see spikes on the wall. And it'll rotate the room. And he'll rotate it. And then it's like you can fall on these spikes. So you have to watch out and make sure you're on the right plane. But you can also throw him onto the spikes. Yeah, yeah. Which is awesome. It's a nice, uh, it's a neat little facet, I think. Now, I found him actually fairly easy to throw compared to the other bosses. Yeah, which is good because, I mean, he moves quick and jumps a lot. So you want to be able to, I don't know, with Wendy, I was, she's quick enough to be able to get up in there when exactly. he lands, I think. So, you know, yeah, some old hit and run. And once you defeat the boss, you move on to the air fortress. Yeah, you are on a jet. Like a giant one-wing jet. You know, a very huge one too, especially when you see what all's inside it. But yeah, uh, the, the main boss of this game has some deep pockets if you can afford this flying machine. Dieter. Dieter. But and, you start off on the outside of the jet. You are fighting your way to the front. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. It, it's pretty cool. Um, and but nothing too crazy. There's no you know, no no gaps, no guns, no nothing. Nope. Uh, and then you actually fight your way down into the plane itself. And this is where the meat of this level is. Yeah, you you start off in kind of a big cargo bay mm-hmm. looking. You know, it's got a bunch of like boxes and stuff behind fences. It looks pretty realistic. And then you make your way through like the the bowels of the ship. You see like pipes in the background, mm-hmm. elect- electronics and that kind of thing. And that's one of the things that I you know I really liked about the game is that you are for, the, for a lot of these levels moving through different areas. It's not just yeah. You know, there is the sewer that's the same thing repeating over and over again. Right. And there is the. Uh, Elevator. The never-ending elevator hallway trade-off. But these other levels do have a nice progression. Sure. Yeah, they keep you moving, man. And eventually here you kind of get down to a weird clone lab. 
Yeah. Which I believe is part of the reveal is that the, the people you're fighting aren't your friends. They're clones of your friends. Because right. Because they're always color shifted. Yes. But you can see some weird, like, it almost looks skinless. They look like zombies in the background, kind of. Mm-hmm. It's uh, pretty cool. Now, before we go into the final boss, let's talk about the two enemies, we, the two bosses we didn't fight. Yeah. There's a Wendy. And Wendy is... She's in a wrestling ring. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and she moves around a lot, so she can be kind of tough. But, I, I mean, I guess I was almost always her, so I rarely fought her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she does go up on the top rope, though, which is cool. Oh, yeah. doesn't attack yeah. off of that. And uh, then what's the big guy, Slash, we didn't? Yeah, I don't think we talked about uh, Slash. Yeah, a guitarist for Guns N' Roses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think he's like in an old, old-timey elevator. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Like the kind you draw the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The gate on. Oh, sure, sure. And I mean, he's like all about throwings, and uh, he has like a flaming kick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and doesn't he shoot like some fireball thing at you? I think he may. It's the worst. Um, it it just makes it more, you have to be more careful with your jumping and running in, you know, and yep. it's like knock him down, then try to punch him. But at the very end of this level and the game, you fight the big bad, the man behind it all, Dita. Yeah, this is like when you start getting down past the clone labs, it looks like you're in like a castle. You have like stone walls and these fancy, you know, where I was like, how? Like I started questioning myself where I was like, am I, am I in a plane? Like, is right. it still? Or are we at his base? What happened? Did we land? Yeah, I don't but know. No, you're but still in the plane. You, you are. Yeah. Uh, and Dieter is quite an interesting character. He is like a tall, nerdy-looking man. Yeah, very. And he is holding a rose. You get a little uh, cutscene. Mm-hmm. But then he whips out his, I guess, like they're kind of like nunchucks. What are those things? It's the triple, the triple stick. Yeah, I feel like oh, I don't know what they're, they're like sajat cones or something. If uh-huh. I can remember from playing uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and other strangeness RPG back in the day. Well, he's got those, and they're kind of hilariously animated. Sometimes they look all right, but sometimes yes. it just looks like a weird staff. Yes. Uh, and that's not his only attack. He also mm-hmm. has a crazy, like, spirit attack. Yeah, that creature comes in. Um, it'll, it just runs left to right and right to left. Yeah, but, like, it, it's like it, he, he starts flashing, and, like, the to- his torso, like, his spirit pops out and flies yeah. away. So yeah. it's like the goofiest version of astral projection you could imagine. I guess watch out for it. Like he's he can be tough too because while he's like he'll have the sequence where he's like moving his chucks around and you can't hurt him. Yeah, so don't, you can't don't even go close to him. It's about timing and you know I when I was fighting him with Wendy it was easy enough to be like I can run in I can grab him for a a pile driver then go get some hits in and then he'll start doing some other attacks and then I can run away. But all in all, I didn't think he was the worst enemy or final boss uh, that I, no, I, no. I've fought in a while. Yeah, really. I mean, none of the bosses are very bad in this game, you know, you know, to their credit, because a lot of uh, beat-em-ups typically lean into the, well, here's a boss. It's a giant damage sponge that just takes forever. Right. And then once you've defeated him, well, you see the, you see that plane explode. <laughs> and crash into the ocean. Yeah, no, well, first he tells you that. Oh, sorry, yeah. You guys must eat the right breakfast cereal. And then he says something about doing his nails? Yeah, yeah, he does something. Yeah, it's so weird. And then, he, you know, he, he's like, I started the self-destruct. And it shows the plane going down. And I was like, were you in there? Are, are, are the Brawl Brothers going to die? Yeah, that's what they want you to think. But no, after the... Goes into the water, explodes, and then pans down. And all the heroes are safely on the beach. Yes, they are. And then you also get one more great little piece of exposition. It says, Termination time. You deep-sixed the Air Fortress. 
and laid this entire oily bag full of scum thugs to rest along with it. Ugh. Scum thugs. Scum thugs, An man. oily... <laughs> I love it. An oily bag full of scum thugs. Nice going. You got them all, right? Or Ooh. will they be back? And then you get a classic the end in front of all your heroes there down at the beach. Yeehaw. Here we are in the review section, and of course, we use the classic Nintendo Power Review System of four categories, each category a possible score from zero to five, starting with graphics and sound. I may have gone a little high, but I gave this a 4.0. Okay, um, I went with 3.0, but they're, it's, you know, uh, they're good. It's all good. It's nothing Maybe super 3.5 is, is, maybe if we met in the middle, it'd be a little more appropriate because I, I mean, personally, I loved the graphics. I really liked the sprites, the animations, and all the bright colors throughout the levels and backgrounds. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they're fine. For a game in 93, like, you'd see a lot, like, like mainly for me, it's like the backgrounds, not, not even necessarily the graphical detail, but just the thought, like, you know, there's boxes in the cargo hold, or, yeah. you know, just little things that, you know, they add up, and they're, and they're good. And the music, like we said, it's not amazing, but it's never detracting. And no. there are a couple songs that are pretty fun to listen to. Yeah. Next up is Play Control, and I was really torn on this one. Yeah. I ended up giving it a, well, I gave it a 3.0. In the end. Same here. I started at 2.5, but I bumped it up. Yeah, well, I mean... There's not a lot to do. Right. But it doesn't ask you to do a lot. And unlike a lot of brawlers, it's really not that unfair in your ability to turn back and forth. That's true. And, I mean, I think they deserve credit because, that you know, we didn't mention it, but your your button inputs are mappable. Yes. So you can choose those. And then you can change that, you know, dashing thing. Like, Mm -hmm. they give you, you know, the the angry mode. They give you a lot of options, so... And most importantly, when your throw is one of your biggest moves... It is actually very easy to do. Yeah, much so, more so than in a lot of other brawlers. Yeah, in fact, I really never had trouble using the throw when I wanted to. Yeah, same here. All right, now we have Challenge Factor. Um, Well, I went with a 2.5. I gave it a 3.0. I was, you know, I didn't know. I mean, I did go down to normal mode, and I pumped up my lives and continues. That's why I'm doing it. And I really, I was on my last... uh, you know, a couple lives there for the end of the game. Oh, there was a point where I did lose a lot because um, I think on the rooftops and the electrified floor levels because right. I was using Wendy and I was like, oh, man, I'm not. So once I switched to hack, you know what I mean? Like, I've, I don't know how it balances up the difficulty for two players. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, I was able to beat it without too much, you know, cheating and in replay, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's so many options of changing the stock that I think it makes it easier. But if you were going normal, it would be pretty hard. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I could see that. Finally, we have theme and fun. Um, I went with another 2.5. Like, You know, I give it a higher score. I give it a 3.5. But I think a lot of that comes from playing it to players. Yeah, maybe. I mean, this is, it was it was a pretty fun game for what it is. And the different characters add enough to, you know, give it a little spice, you know. For a brawler where you don't progress in terms of moves, a la River City Ransom. Right, or, or like the first Dragon War or... The first Double Dragon? Yes. You know, this is probably one of my new favorites, just for the style and the levels. Yeah, I mean, it's... But it's not really breaking any new ground. It's it's, it's good. You know, yeah, it's just good, solid stuff. It's, it's a slightly, you know, it's an above average brawler, I'd say. Uh, you know, pretty good stuff without... It's not reinventing the wheel here, you know? Exactly. 
Which brings me to my final question of the show, Nick. Should you play this game? I mean, yeah. I, I said if you like brawlers, then for sure. Yeah. I if mean, you don't like brawlers, there's nothing here that's going to change your mind. Yeah, it's not going to convert you. Like if, you know, Especially if you're like, well, I've already been through the big hits. It's like Final Fight or Streets of Rage and stuff. You know, they, you know, they get a little more of the attention. And then if you already played those and you still want some more action, you, just, well, you could do worse. Yeah, especially if you've got another player. That's what really sets this game above and beyond. Next week's game will be Kid Dracula for the Nintendo Entertainment System, or also known as Akamojo Special Boku Dracula-kun mm. for the Famicom. That's right. Uh, and, you know, this game has not been available to play in the United States for very long. So uh, you can either find it in a ROM or as part of the new Castlevania Legacy Collection. Yeah, it's uh, hot off the presses. Find a copy of this game either way you can, and play along, friends. That's right, and are are you a big fan of Brawl Brothers? Do you love the box art? If you want to get in my face about it, you can at me at cartridgecommand at gmail.com, and, you know, I'll probably run away and cry about it. But Or blow him up on Cartridge Command at Facebook or Cart Command on the Twitterverse. Oh, yeah. Of course, we always like to thank our listeners in general, but it's those special folks that give to us at patreon.com slash cartridge command to make the show viable and financially possible. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And if you don't give, consider giving. Uh, you know, we accept all donations. If half of our listeners gave us a dollar, we'd have a lot more dollars to put towards the show. Be rich. <laughs> Penny rich. Yeah, sure. So thank you all so very, very much. And as always, Cartridge Commandos, Game, game On! on.